live from our respective apartments, it's Just Meaningful Plastic. Here are the hosts and judges, Katie Clay and Narber, and Chris Stockham Goodman. Chris, welcome back to the ballroom. It's another edition of Just Meaningful Plastic, a Dancing with the Stars retrospective podcast. I am so anxious to talk to you about these episodes. It's so nice to be here in the early days of season five, especially since we just kicked off season 30. We had many thoughts, or the people who watched it had many thoughts. It's definitely already been recorded by the time we're doing this. Um, But season five, it's starting strong, girl. It is so good. This is giving me major, like, season two nostalgia. Like, I feel like we're, like, kind of on that level. And we know you love season two. So that's... Is season two maybe your favorite of the first four? Um, I don't... It's difficult to know if it's season two or season three. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. It's not season four. But it's no. either two. It's either two or three. Two or three. It's hard because, especially, I just went back and I listened to a couple of our old episodes discussing season three, and I like you forget how the last four episodes of season three were just explosive. Well, that semifinals is the greatest one they've ever done. Correct. So. I'll never forget so there's that. that. I'll never forget. Especially because I will never forget Mario and Karina. Whereas you will forget uh, Stacy Keebler from your Mount Rushmore. So. <laughs> Didn't really come here to get attacked today, but okay. <laughs> Don't really know if we want to start the episode out on this, but shots have been fired. I know where you're coming from. I hear you when I see you. I'll proceed accordingly. I, I haven't even mentioned disco yet. <laughs> really doing a lot of trigger words today. Okay. Hopefully less triggering will be our discussion of the 11 couples Still in the running for the season five mirror ball trophy. However, we will begin with our first fallen comrade. Week two saw the final performance of supermodel Albert Reed and his partner Anna Trabunskaya. They were dancing a quick step in this Mm -hmm. round as the contestants either danced a quick step or a mambo in week two. Week three saw either jives or tangos, but unfortunately, Albert, the dark horse, didn't make it that far. So, Katie, what do you think of Albert? <laughs> um, he had a fine week. He had a very lovely package where he was discussing how his grandparents, um, he's doing the show because of his grandpa. They film his grandma giving him a pep talk. It's it's very sweet. It's a very mm-hmm. touching package. He goes out and he does an okay dance. You know, it's middle of the pack. He's one of the many who sees a similar score. Um, It didn't pack a punch for me, but it was a fine dance. 
Yeah, he lost his frame in the speed of the quick step here and there. Um, the judges saw a lot of potential in him, and Len especially said he thought that Albert could be a dark horse in this competition, and then he doesn't survive the elimination of the next night. Yeah. Um, yeah. To which I was like, Len, how did you ever expect, especially when he ended up in like the, the pile up in the middle of the leaderboard, how was he going to escape elimination? He wasn't. Yeah. But most importantly, I was annoyed because they danced to the song 99 Luftballoons, but they did the English version of it. And I do not accept the English lyrics to 99 Luftballoons. Now, do I understand uh, the original version? Do I know any of the lyrics? No. But do I like the English one? Absolutely not. You know what? I'll accept it. I'll accept it, Chris. I will accept 99 Luftballoons. <laughs> well, Albert, we hardly knew ye, and that's it. That's all we got. You were hot. <laughs> he was. So the next contestant we're going to talk about is also pretty hot on the dance floor, Chris. She's pretty cheetalicious. That's right, folks. Sabrina Bryant and her partner, Mark Ballas. So week two saw them performing a quick step in the pimp spot. What did you think of this? It was incredible. I thought the dance was incredible. I literally could not take my eyes off of her. Like genuinely from the bottom of my heart, I got three fourths of the way through that dance and went, oh crap, you have not looked at Mark once it was impeccable i was floored she is my new stacy wow i love her so you're just setting yourself up for real heartbreak then yes i am i know it and i'm trying to not and i can't not just once but twice yeah No, it it was very good. I was a little disappointed when I realized that she was getting a quick step and not a mambo because I would have loved to see her mambo. Completely agree. But her quick step was really good. She had great smooth moves, good bounce. I mean, her dress was just like whipping when she was moving. It was it was very good. It was it was beautiful. Like I literally felt like her dress was like hypnotic. Like I think that is maybe one of my favorite dresses I've seen so far on the show. I imagine there had to be like weights in the seam of it, right? Or in like the bottom of it? Yes. Yeah, cuz it it moved I would really think. well. Um she did learn a lot from mm-hmm. Guppy Face himself with this one because she was mugging for that camera um yeah which it just irked me just a tad um but i think they have one of the best partnerships like i feel like their chemistry and like the way that they work together is so good i don't know if they have the best but they 
there's like three or four pairings that just have incredible partnership and they're one of them see that's why i instantly reacted and did a little bit of a mugging for our our meeting um for this really audio medium uh because i think there are a lot of pairings that have really good chemistry and are bouncing off each other well both in rehearsals and dances so i don't know if i'm willing to say there's four that come to my mind there's four in particular can i ask which four yes sabrina and mark mel and max Mm -hmm. marie and jonathan and helio and um julian interesting see i would put jane and tony on there and i think is it weird to say i think i would put jenny and derek up there as well not as much jenny and derek not as much in the performance but i think i'll talk about why i was really impressed with derek in these packages when we get to them but like i think they seem to be connecting really well i don't know i really like the way they paired up their pros this year agreed i think everyone has is paired up very very well so all of this to say in her quick step sabrina scores a 26 a 9 an 8 and a 9 mm-hmm. then in week three sabrina leads off the night with a jive so i think i'll start <laughs> i think i'll start with this one it was very technically impressive, but I wasn't wowed by it, and I wanted the wow. There was nothing to me in this jive that made it feel special. Okay, here's the thing. I agree with everything that you're saying, but I call BS on that because you explicitly had texted me that you were excited about this one because of some moves in it. And I feel like you were wowed by some moves or at least it like it took you to a a good place. So I feel like you're underselling perhaps what your actual thoughts were. No, I think you're misinterpreting the text that i sent you um because i'm scrolling through what i said sabrina dances a jive and i did that in all in caps, all caps. <laughs> i did in that in all, all caps because words. i knew you would really like that and here's the thing it is so good because i was excited by by it just in terms of like she's such a good dancer but i i didn't leave it being like this was a special jive it's a very good jive and she's proving why she is a contender and why she is like such a good contestant on this show but it's not a special jive to me now there is a Paige van zant move from one of the best jives ever performed on this show like they do the page move which is so exciting to see but it's not as exciting as it was when Paige did it in part because like it didn't feel well, I as mean, I agree. I agree with all, all of that. It, all it, of that assessment. it didn't feel as hectic. It didn't feel as like dramatic. Part of it might have been the music. Because like when Paige does that jive, it's to Proud Mary. And it's just like those big wheels are turning and Proud Mary is burning. And this one is just like, okay, like shake rattle roll. Like, like I felt like this one was lacking something. I couldn't like 
her kicks, I don't know what this is the right way of saying it. And I don't know if you're going to understand what I'm trying to say, but her kicks were like a little bit too loose for me. I understand exactly what you mean. There are, are several jives in this episode that I thought the kicks weren't sharp enough. Correct. A hundred percent agree. Um, they're just so good together every time that even when it is lacking its punch, it's still an inc- an incredible dance. Mm-hmm. But I totally agree. Like this yeah. one was lacking. It wasn't. It was just missing something. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's because they started off the night. I don't know. But it just wasn't what we have seen in the first two weeks. Yeah, I just for me, part of it was the choreography just wasn't. I just wanted something that made it more distinctive and it, it just wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. I suppose as I reflect on it, my, okay, you weren't mischaracterizing my texts. They just might've been texts that were sent after a certain time of night. And so therefore my frame of like emotional mood might have been more enthused than I should have been. Yeah, you were a little bit more excitable than you than you typically are. And that's fine. We love you just the way you are. Final thing before we move on from Sabrina. In rehearsals, when she puts her hair back, she gives me a little bit of Sean Johnson vibes. Which is, like, strange. Oh, yeah. But I'm like, n- not against it. Yeah. I can absolutely see that. Sabrina gets a 27 to start the night off in week three. Good for her. Straight nines. I can't believe you're ready to declare her your Stacy. That feels vaguely premature. I am very into her, Chris. I am very, very into her. Well, I mean, I'm not, I'm not opposed to it. I'm just like, wow, that's... It's a bold call. It um, is. It is, but I wrote it down in the second episode. So, like, I'm truly feeling it. Good good for you. All right, our next dancer up is Cameron Matheson and Edita Slavinska dancing a mambo. I was a little disappointed with their mambo. Fair. Fair, fair, fair. He looked very stiff at times. He did not look super natural. I felt like I was missing something from this one. Like, he danced it fine, but it felt slow almost. I don't know. It just wasn't really, it wasn't a great mambo routine, but it was a fine Cameron Matheson dance, I guess. Well, it's tough because he was following up two really good mambos. And then there was this one that was just a little more start and stop. And his whole package kind of painted him as like intensely perfectionist, Um, which isn't bad, but it just was, it was a lot. (laughs) Um, And so, Mm -hmm. I, I don't know, I... I just kind of left this one like, okay. I yes. I didn't have much feeling about it. I still kind of like him, but like the dance, he's I didn't like, really care about. Yeah, he's he's coming across a little intense, and honestly, 
I don't feel like any of the packages from these two episodes were really that great. Like, I took very little notes on the packages themselves. I felt like he came across a little stiff and, you know, perfectionist in the package. But I still think he is endearingly boy next door charm. Mm -hmm. Well, I kind of like that he is sort of perfectionist, kind of stiff, kind of this. Because to me, that that makes him stand out um, in the season because nobody really is bringing that energy. And so I don't mind him being the one to give it. If it were somebody who was, like, bad, being like, I am so perfectionist, I am so severe, I wouldn't like that. And if the best person, or, like, the best people were like that, they wouldn't be any fun. So I think I kind of like that he is fine and giving that. Yeah. I loved the fringe on Edita's dress in the stands. Mm -hmm. Incredible. So this dance scores straight sevens. He's in the pile up on 21. And then in week three, they dance a tango to The Beat Goes On, which is a weird tango song and it does him it does him no favors no because len says a lot in this episode about how the tango should be fiery it should be passionate this song serves none of that (laughs) no and that's what was hard it felt like Like, they had no connection between them, in my opinion. There was no passion. There was no given. Like, there was no connection. But I don't know how you connect with this song playing in the background. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which that allowed me to focus a little bit more on his technique. And to me, his frame was more consistent. His energy while performing was more consistent. So you can see the improvements that Mm -hmm. he's making. I'm not sold on him as a dancer yet. And maybe it's because, like you said, there just wasn't a lot of that connection between him and Edita and then him and the music. Mm-hmm. But I didn't hate this. No, and he he danced it competently. And I do think he had a good frame. I think he had a good posture. It just, it was a dance that didn't work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm... In a weird way, despite us being a little bit, like, not down on him, but just a little bit, like... Meh. Meh. In some weird way, I'm, like, really rooting for him to turn a corner so I can be like, yes. He... He... Oh my goodness. You just completely lit a light bulb in my brain. He might be our Ian Zeering. Where it just feels like he could be so good and could turn a corner if he would just get a therapist. And all of the judges tell him that he needs to relax in week two. And, like, maybe, maybe this is our ion. I'm not willing to go that far because Ian, we said, like, kind of came off just, like, performative to the camera and Cameron to me feels more genuine so I'm like I feel like I 
am rooting for him to turn that corner. Whereas, like, Ian, I didn't really have any Ian, reason I was just begging to- him to turn the corner. I was like, please, God, get better. I just didn't care enough about him to be like, I want him to. Whereas Cameron, I'm like, I want him to. For him. For us. No, I get that. I do. So, um, this dance scores a 7 from Len, and then a 23, 8s from the others. It's about Overscored. right. Yeah, but again, to I me, think it's because over-scored. the technique gets better, I want to say it's okay. Mm-hmm. I just want him to succeed. Do I secretly, accidentally love him and I just don't know it? Maybe. I'm just like I just I'm rooting for him. I just want him to do well. Like, do I actually love you're, him? You're you're sounding like me. Like, how many times have I said that about so many contestants? Like, I now know what it feels like to listen to me talk about people who aren't very good and just be like, I don't know. I just really like them. I just really emotionally care about them. But the the difference is like I'm not like committing to loving him, but I'm like. Is this actually that? Is this love? (laughs) Tune in next week to find out, folks. Next week I'm going to be wearing my I Heart Cam shirt. Like, (laughs) I'll lift lift my feet up and I I have leg warmers with his face on them. (laughs) Okay, cool. Sorry, my internet went wonky for a minute did you laugh at my joke yes i did oh i didn't hear any of it so i'm like oh that's gonna play to dead silence (laughs) i laughed i did that doing a laugh track real quick (laughs) (laughs) should we make our own laugh tracks of just a bunch of layers of us (laughs) Ha 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 ha! Oh. <laughs> I'll just play those in when our connection gets unstable, and it just sound because every time you don't laugh at something I tell as a joke, it's obviously because of the internet connection and not because it's not funny. Always, always. Speaking of. People who aren't funny. I don't know. I don't have a transition here. Uh, It's Mark and Kim. (laughs) Okay. He performs a mambo. He is not a natural mover (laughs) whatsoever. (laughs) Verbatim from my notes. He's not a natural performer. (laughs) (laughs) But his performance... Was so improved, in my opinion. Was he overselling it? Yes. Was it, like, was it getting too, like, gimmicky? Yes. But that, it was just such an interesting thing to see his face selling it while his body was just so unnatural. Verbatim from my notes. He's trying really hard. Too hard? (laughs) (laughs) correct so we we got each other we we get it finally we're on the same page yeah his dancing he was like getting too low like almost like hunching 
mm-hmm. his shoulders, bending his knees. Like, he just didn't look solid while mm-hmm. dancing this mambo. But I think Kim is giving him, like, heart routines. I think she is pushing him. I think he is, like, he's he's dedicated to this. They say that nobody put in more hours than him in week two. So, like, he's wants to be there it just really is a case of like some people just like can't do it you know what i mean and like that sounds or, so or some people some people just are never going to look natural yeah not that he can't just that he he just doesn't look natural and it's clear even with the practice it's going to take a long time for it to look natural Yes, but I still like him. I find him very enjoyable. I like his personality. Like, I like him, and I'm rooting for him, but he just needs a heck of a lot more work than the other people. Oh, see, I didn't love his week two package because he gets, like, it's a little bit of almost, like, righteous anger. We were in the bottom two we have to like work so much harder. We like should do better. I was just a little bit like, okay, it's week two. And I get that you're afraid. Like we're not going to have any more after this week. I get that, but don't give that to the camera. (laughs) Am I off base on that? I did not feel that way. I can see it. I can see it. I'm just not, I'm just not a fan of that. Yeah. It's the nature of the game that somebody's in the bottom two and somebody goes home. And I get that that would be frustrating and disappointing. And for a billionaire investor, you haven't had a lot of failures lately in your life. But... You psychoanalyzing Mark Cuban? He doesn't need a therapist. He's got co-host Chris Duckham Goodman. He's good. Yeah, if Mark wants to come guest on the show to talk about his therapy journey. Time on Dancing with the Stars. He knows where to reach us. On our Twitter, at JMPPod, or on our big reveal coming up in the end of the show. (laughs) So they see a score of 18. They get straight sixes. A lot of booing of the judges. I applauded them. <laughs> then it moves into a jive for week three. Um, I I don't know what happened. So they get off. Way off. Here's the thing, though. He looks like he's dancing on the beat. He looks like he's doing things that make sense so i'm sure and this is going to sound horrible so roll with me i'm sure it was mark who was wrong however the way he was dancing what he was doing i would believe if kim was the one who was wrong i'm sure she wasn't but there was a world that i was like mark seems to be dancing on beats that make sense things that make sense to the music could Kim be the one that's off? There's no way she was, but it was it was just weird because he was 100% kicking and stuff. Like he was before her, 
but I do agree that he looked I don't know I can't and it's it's a shame that it that they got off because like this was a tough dance like this choreography was hard again Kim is she's not dumbing any of this down for him she's not giving him an easy way out of this she is pushing him and it feel it felt like at the beginning that they were improved from last week not that this was going to be a fantastic dance but it just sucked to see it happen yeah I mean, it it didn't go anyway. Even when they were on with each other, like, it just didn't go. Mm-hmm. Um, the judges liked it way more than I did, and they didn't even score it all that highly. <laughs> it just, yeah, he, he's trying, but it's just not flying. And it's the same problem. He's not a natural performer, not a natural mover. I felt like Carrie Ann, like, the judges were all pretty nice to him. But, like, Carrie Ann's tone of voice when she was giving her critiques was very harsh to me. Like, I I don't know. There was something off with her critiques for him. Hmm. Well, in terms of the score, she gives it the lowest of the three. She gives it a six. The other, the boys, sevens. So it scores a 20. I'm more in line with Carrie Ann. Uh, yeah. It's just hard because of that mistake. Yeah. Let's move on. Speaking of mistakes, let's move on to weeks two and three of Jenny and Derek. Um, In week two, they dance a quick step and something goes horrifically wrong. Terribly wrong. And you can, like, they are both so dejected at the end of it. I applaud her because she really, she got through the judges. She got through, you know, talking to Drew. But, like, she looked like she wanted to cry. She wanted to run away and hide in a hole. I mean, we see her in their week three package. They show the aftermath uh, of what happened. And she's just like in tears. Yes. And it's it's so sad to watch. The thing is, it's not that bad. Well, it's the ending. So basically it's... what happened at the ending of the dance, Derek is meant to. So he like throws her through his legs i don't know if he's meant to turn around or not but yes so he's trying to turn around and when he lifts his foot to like step over her he starts to slip and then just loses his balance completely i i thought that he was on her dress so when he like was standing on it Mm-hmm. So when he moved her, when he threw her, I thought his foot was just immediately sliding out from under him. Well, maybe, maybe was going. Maybe that's what happened because then, if that foot was on the dress and she's moving, and then he lifts his other foot because he needs to step over with that one, now his solid foot is is not. Yeah, that would that would make sense to me. Um. The rest of the dance, I mean, it was very ambitious choreography. It was very quick. She mostly got it. I mean, she was a little behind here and there. She struggled to keep up at some times. But, I mean, it was, as we'd expect from Derek, it was a lot. It was a lot. It was, she got a little too bouncy for me. But she looked so much more confident in this dance. And so then it sucked that they had the snafu at the end because I felt like it really looked 
like it felt good to her. Um, I really liked the advice that Carrie Ann gave her because Carrie Ann told her that dancing is much like acting and they just want you to be like present and be 100% there in the moment. And I feel like that is great advice for Jenny. Mm -hmm. We also, before the dance, got a nearly like rumba-like package uh, with a lot of talk about Jenny and Derek's ages and how close they had to be in contact with each other. I hate it. I look forward to when they do a rumba together and we get another one of these and I'm going to hate it again. I literally wrote down, is Jenny a prude? <laughs> well, Prudy and Derek get straight sevens for a 21. Which is about right. Yep, and then we move on to their redemption dance. Uh, Prudence and Derek dance a tango. Um, okay, so that that's not working. All right, great. Jenny and Derek so, dance a okay. No, 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 real quick, just like a very quick timeout. To be honest, I just wasn't listening to you when you were saying the bit. It might have worked. Try it again, and I'll give well, you. I my was attention. just calling her like Prudence and Prudy. No, that, okay, that but didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. Because you called her a prude. Oh. <laughs> okay, okay, do it a fifth time and I'll laugh. <laughs> uh, so their tango, this is where I think Derek comes across incredibly well in the package because he takes what she's feeling that she is sad and angry and feels dejected. And he's like, we're going to take that anger about something you felt good about not working. We're going to take that anger and put it into your tango. We're going to put the passion and the fire there, and we're going to direct it into what we need to do. And I think that was incredibly smart. I think it was good for her. She seems to respond to that really well. Mm-hmm. And then she dances very well. It was incredible. It was such a good tango. That dance was thrilling. I don't often use that word to describe dances, but for me, this one was thrilling. It was so good. I was like afraid to even breathe. I thought the choreography was stunning. I thought that their chemistry was off the charts. Time she lost her posture, so I'm not going to say that it was like a perfect day. Um, yeah, you are a little more effusive than I am about it. I really enjoyed it. Like the open of the dance was just a little bit too quick in terms of the move so she wasn't able to be like long enough in her legs it wasn't quite graceful enough some of those movements but it was a really proper tango a really nice one a really well danced one that there was a lot of good there and i'm glad that she feels good about it um this one scores a 26 yeah an eight from len nine from the outsides and that feels right Mm-hmm. and i'm i i really am it's it is fun to see how happy and excited she is after they get the scores after they do the dance you can tell she is proud of what yeah. they do 
Well, it feels like she's finally kind of had, like, quote unquote, finally had a good week because I think week one she was so nervous. And then week two, the accident happened. So this was the first week where, like, they had a good package. They had a good dance. They really did. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it was she needed this. Yes. So they continue on into week four. We'll see how her journey continues. Until then, it's now time for the first dancers of week two. The Eminem Dance Factory. It's Mel and Max. Dancing Woo! a quick step to take on me, which is a great song, but interesting for a quick It's step. an interesting. I loved the opening move where they, their bodies are like pressed together and they are rolling in unison. And all I could think is, I swear to God, if they do a samba and they do not put any samba rolls in it, I will riot. <laughs> it's what the people deserve. It's a samba role from Melby. Truly. Yeah. The dance started wild, mostly not in a bad way. Mostly. Seemed to like really slow down in the middle and then finally kicked back up with some energy. The judges liked it more than I did. I was a little bit disappointed by some of it. I found that she seemed to be dragging at times. But all in all, I mean, it was still good. I just didn't like it as much as the judges. But the judges also, once again, expressed surprise that Mel is good and can do these. And I'm like, what is the point here? At times, I thought her neck and her face looked very stiff and like there was tension. So I totally agree that at times she was lacking energy. Um, but it was like a good routine. Like I, She shows a lot of promise. Mm-hmm. Oh, I still love her. Like, I'm rooting for her. Yeah. I-, I love her. I love them. Even though I don't love that they... I don't love that they brought in an etiquette coach. I just feel gross when we start bringing in etiquette coaches in these packages. I know. I know. It's especially not to, like, get too in the weeds with this one, but, like... <laughs> do you maybe see what i'm trying to say without saying it how to me this just felt a little problematic to have an old rich white lady come in as an etiquette coach and that just feels gross i was picking up because i was picking up you have to be prim and proper we have like yeah so katie what did they score they scored a 23. She saw a 7 from Kieran and 8s from the boys. And then in night 3, we saw them perform a jive. Chris, what were your thoughts? She is wearing this fringed dress. Black and white. And I'm like, yes, what a perfect outfit for a jive. And then... There is not enough foot motion. There is not enough kicks for what that dress, what this jive demanded. I honestly was wildly disappointed by this dance. Surprisingly okay, I'm low so energy. I'm relieved to hear you say that. Like, it never I'm took off. I'm very relieved to hear you yeah. say that. 
it never took off. It was missing like a wow factor. Like if if I was saying that about Sabrina and Marks that they were missing the wow, to me, this one needed a lot more than just a wow factor. I mm-hmm. I just there this one needed energy and a wow. I was so ready for this. She seemed so reserved. It felt yeah. like her shoulders came up at times. Like there were at the end, they do like fifty million underarm terms, and it is so impressive. And like that part was really cool. But yeah, the dance itself just lacked energy. It lacked purpose. It you know she can give you more than what she gave you. Well, they had already lost me by the time they did the underarm turn part. That yeah. I couldn't get excited about it because that it was too little too late. Yeah. I was much more charmed when Mel and Max started harassing Tom when he was trying to go to commercial and he completely like ignored what he was supposed to say. And like it, it was one of the first instances because uh-huh. Max does this all the time in his run. And it started here that Max is just going to start inappropriately touching and trying to throw Tom off. And it is everything. It's so funny how seemingly flustered Tom gets. That was honestly like my favorite part of like these two weeks was just, it was so glorious because we have never seen him get frazzled or flustered. And like, he truly just, his genuine laugh at the end was everything. I loved it. I loved it. Really fun everything that their jive wasn't however it gets a 27 and the judges love it how but here we are because it's not the same level as sabrina's no well then it was floyd and karina so here's our talk about floyd's quick step he is not particularly light on his feet Mm -hmm. in this quick step like he's like hopping from his heel yeah well his legs i he didn't have his legs together and i don't know if you're supposed to on a quick step but his legs just looked very odd in the stands i just noticed his upper body like he wasn't keeping his frame up again he's falling into that boxer habit of trying to compact himself bringing his shoulders forward and he needs to like up and back yeah i yeah they had no connection between them no but hey karina does think he is the gentleman of all time the judges in both weeks really treat him with kid gloves which i don't understand I don't they're, either. They're seeing things that we aren't. Yes. This one, I thought he really looked like he was fighting Karina on. Like, it looked... It it did not look good. Well, it scored a 21 with the judges. So, apparently he's better than we think. Uh-huh. Then in week three, they dance a jive for another 21. Here's the thing about this dance. It's not... It's not bad. 
but it's not a good jive. To me, it's very quick. It is very athletic. But it's, again, not very sharp with his feet. Yes. It's not very, like, bouncy like you expect a jive to be. It's still a little bit heavy. And he's still hunched. He's, basically, my problem always comes to the same things with him. Yeah. And it hasn't fixed at all. I thought it was a very challenging routine. Yeah. It's very so athletic. He just needed more energy in his legs. Like, I felt like his kicks had no energy. And Len made an interesting comment where he said that he um, rehearses in tennis shoes. And Len wants him to start rehearsing in proper shoes and thinks that that might improve um, pointing his feet. And I think I would I would like to see that happen. He's absolutely right, though, because if you're performing in something that you're not going to actually be doing, you get used to how that feels, how you think that's supposed to feel. And obviously a dance shoe is structured differently, is shaped differently. So, I mean, yeah, Mm -hmm. I think it is causing part of the problem. Not all of the problem, because again, his shoes aren't the problem with his frame but you're not wrong (laughs) i just i'm not seeing any improvement i'm not rooting for him i don't want him here anymore (laughs) yeah but he might be the next to fall potentially one can only hope yeah although considering who we're not losing in this one let's be clear I think we can all guess who the next person who's going to leave is. Like, beyond who gets eliminated in week three? Yes. Oh, I know who. Like, I don't remember the elimination order in actuality, but I'm like, it's pretty clear who's going to be the next one out. (laughs) All right. Following Floyd and Karina, and and actually, they go right back to back in both weeks. Um, it's Jane Seymour yes. and her p- partner, Tony Davalani. Okay. Before their mambo, Ugh. Tony misses an obvious opportunity. Tony is like, mm-hmm. no more English rose. Jane, you gotta be a snake for this mambo. So they bring in a snake for her to dance with, which already stupid. And they literally have her like, in the snake yeah. at one point or like the snake is on her in the snake what the snake eats her and uh <laughs> but here's the real problem here why did they have a snake handler bring a snake when they could have just gone to a zoo it's the million dollar question i up probably saw that and was furious and i guarantee you she went to tony and said if you want to show your partner animals you go to a zoo (laughs) edita just like whips out her phone and is like i'll call up the zoo owner i'll make sure you get in i just like that we love edita going to zoos 
as much yeah. as editor loves zoos. I just love the idea. Editor, the door just boom slams open. Editor comes storming into Tony. Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? Bringing in animals when there's a perfectly good zoo five miles down the road, Tony. Five miles down the road, and you you'll bring a snake into our dance rehearsal. Just one snake when there are hundreds, nay, thousands of animals waiting to be seen. You bring in one. There is an entire snake house at that zoo. (laughs) So even after the snake. Yeah, even with all of that she's still too nice in this mambo yeah yeah it's too polite yes i want her to go out there grab a dance by its throat and just like destroy it like she is so delicate and i understand that that is probably like a dance style and a stylistic choice that they are making. And I'm sure Tony is encouraging that, but I just want her to go out there and attack it. Yeah. It's, it's not enough in this Mambo, which sees a 21 straight sevens. And she does attack it in the next week. She attacks her tango, but before we can talk about the dance, it's time to talk about some tears. And so I'm tears. I'm not here to judge so you. I'm not here to judge you for this one because no. So we we see Jane backstage. It's devastating. So we see Jane backstage, and she is wearing this wig. <laughs> Which is not devastating. The wig, not devastating. I'm, like, thrilled. I'm excited by the wig. I'm like, oh my goodness, let's go. And then the package begins, and Jane is like, so my mother died this week. And immediately- No, she says, she says that they just got done dancing. She said, I just got done with that performance, and then found out. So, like, mm-hmm. I take that to mean- she may have found out before the episode was even, like, done airing. You know what I mean? Like, I think it was very quick after she performed that she found out that her mother had passed away. Mm -hmm. But so I went right from, like, being so thrilled and excited. I'm like, oh, we're getting a tango. We're getting her in a wig. And then just this emotional wallop of a package. Um, It's, I mean, the level of strength and like i am sure she didn't watch a single second of that package i'm sure that tony was like basically distracting her the whole time which he should have um especially because this is a tango it's not like a rumba or like an emotional dance Mm -hmm. um but i mean it's like they they show footage of her like going overseas tony goes with she talks about how tony went to the funeral like it's a lot is grace and elegance and strength personified like i 
cannot believe that she danced. She talks about how I don't remember what her mother was was sick with, but that she her... said her mother had had a had had at least had a stroke in the past. Okay, and she said that her mom does not speak much, and that her mom really liked the strictly come dancing. And when Jane said she was thinking about going on Dancing with the Stars, that her mom said yes. And, like, that alone is, like, so... It's just... All of it was just so heartbreaking. Like, it was just so hard to watch. hmm And then they go out there and they dance a tango. And it was very seductive. It's very good. She started just a tad unsteady. Uh-huh. But, like, she found her control after that, which was good, because this was a dance that had a lot of contrast between fast and slow moments where she's, like, up on one leg only, and the other one is, like, kind of a quick move and then slowly moves back down. I mean... If she had been that unsteady the whole dance, she would have been in trouble. So the fact that she was able to recover that quickly and do this performance and with everything she was facing, I mean, she is this close both with Tom and then backstage with Drew, like, is this close to seemingly just, like, falling apart, which would have been understandable. Um, Yes. But she... She doesn't, in part because, as she says, this dance was for her mother, and she felt like she basically, like, blacked out while doing the dance. She doesn't really remember, she didn't remember doing it even, like, a minute or two after, um, and she just felt like it was all her mother. Mm -hmm. I just, (laughs) I really like her. And this was really sad. Yeah, it's so good. I'm getting really I, sad talking about it. The word I the word I kept coming back to with her dance was like sleuthy. Like it was a very sleuthy dance. Mm. Like they really slid through everything. They had incredible, remarkable like movements. Like their chemistry and their connection was off the chart. She she crushed it, I thought. I can't believe she danced. Yeah. I I really can't either. Len makes the comment, that could have been on pay-per-view. So you know it was seductive. Well, he says that in part because Floyd had just been talking about how he's training for a fight that's going to be on pay-per-view. So that's why Len said it. Um, but you're right, it was very slinky. Yeah. So that sees her highest scores of the season, yet uh, she scores a 27 do you think I wrote down it was maybe overscored? What do you think? I don't think so because okay. again, that opening I would have kind of taken off a point, but I thought after that I she was wa- I was wowed by the choreography and by the performance and the connection. This tango more than kind of any of the other tangos had for me the best connection to the music and to like each other mm-hmm. that we saw throughout the night. Mm-hmm. So for me, it worked. Was it overscored for you? I don't 
know. I I questioned it, but I don't know. Okay. Well, let's question some more when we move on to Helio and Julianne. In week two, they perform a mambo. Go! It looked effortless for him out there. Like, they... It's it's such a good dance. I loved this mambo. Um, it took my breath away. Like I just think he is so incredible. Like you, it was another dance where you were afraid to even blink because you did not want to miss a second of it. It was so fast. It was so sharp. Yet it was so loose. Like it was just incredible. He looked like a pro out there. I really liked this dance. I will spoil something. This is not my favorite mambo of the night, but it is easily one of the best mambos of the night. Um, it is very, very good. Um, for me, his one issue is his energy level just has the ability to sometimes send him just a little bit spastic. So he needs to keep okay. controlling that. But okay. it is, it was really fun. She looked great. They both danced well. Um, they had a couple parts where they were like doing hops at the same time as each other. And I loved that little bit of choreography. Um, and he's just so endearing. Like when he does well and immediately like moves into fist pumps as soon as the dance ends, you just like feel yes. pumped up by him. Yes, he's very charming. He's probably the best male contestant. Oh, that's not even a close competition. Yeah. It's Elio and then nobody else. Yeah. So that dance, all nines. Then in week three, they dance a jive. Again, so full of energy, giving a lot. Um, however, in this dance, to me, he lost some steam at the end he didn't uh -huh. seem to have the endurance to do this whole jive well it just was lacking something for me mm -hmm. um he had a lot of power and energy in his feet which that was nice to see but i didn't think that he had a good frame i felt like he got hunched over but it was like a proper jive so i appreciated that but like he just didn't smash it out of the park for me yeah, that's kind of where I was as well. For the most part, other than like Sabrina's jive, just like how most of the tangos didn't sort of wow me, like didn't totally go in week three, the jives also kind of felt that way to me. Yeah. Other than Sabrina's, but Sabrina's still lacked a wow factor for me. So I don't know. So this was good, but... I mean, he's done better. And I think we will see better from him in the future. Do you think he was legitimately injured at the end of the dance? Because he's limping. And I can't tell if that's a legitimate lump or what was going on. I do not know. Um, I mean, in rehearsal, they talk about how he kind of has a sort of questionable foot. Um, and is a little bit sore. Um, so it's possible 
It's true. I I mean, I don't know. Yeah, Do you, I don't know. Would he be faking an injury? Like No, a... he wouldn't, like, fake an injury, but it was just so weird because, like, it. everyone was like, are you legitimately okay? I don't know. It was just so weird exchange to look down. Well, because they were also, because the dance ends with him, like, sliding on his knees with Julianne, like, on his lap. It's, it's, like, kind of a weird move. Yeah. Um, but he legitimately, like, tears his pants. Yes. And sort of skins his knee in the process. It's all a lot. Yeah. Yes, it is. That dance, straight eights. About right. About right. Now let's talk about my favorite Mambo of week two. Okay, Chris, what do you want to talk about? It's Marie and Jonathan. Can you believe this Mambo? No. I loved it. I loved this. Um, I can't believe what she attempts. They do like a later era Derek Huff crotch bob move at one point. Um, They like utilize her skirt i mean it's so good well i loved the character she was playing Mm -hmm. because she is i don't even really she's like keeping him professional i guess i don't know like the right way of like saying no that's that's in the tango oh shoot okay never mind yeah, because this Mambo is played much straighter. She's not really doing a character. But, like, I, what I thought before Bruno said it, because I did think this, and of course I felt this. Bruno, when he's judging, compares her to Rita Moreno in West Side Story. And I was like, this Mambo is get, serving me such West Side Story. And I loved it. It just she has the right flair her moves are just right i mean the end like the speed that her feet are going like that final delayed drop at the Mm -hmm. end like it's so good the only thing i wanted from her was just uh, for her to dip a little bit lower at times that she seemed a little tentative but this whole thing worked for me i thought it was fabulous i thought it was truly utterly fabulous yeah i loved it i feel like you said everything i need to say i have no i have no more to give and then is the tango where she does a character so walk me through it katie well she's like again i don't really know what to say he's goofing off in the dance you know he's, he's looking at her her decollete and things like that and she's keeping him like from doing that and she i loved it i loved how playful it was i love the character that she it's so good it's so good i wasn't necessarily as sold on the character because i didn't need a shtick in it And the judges talk a little bit about how she stays just on the right side of camp. I don't know if I totally agree with that. Um, Because I think she's almost good enough she doesn't need the gimmick. Yeah. But... She's so good. Yeah, she is really good. Just like Jane, she had really good contrast between her sharp and slow movements. 
Um, the only thing that started to happen for me is where, especially when she was doing like a head turn, she would sort of move it too far and would have to like snap it back. So it made it look a little bit herky jerky. Does that make any sense? I can see that. No, I can was, see uh, that. It, sorry, audio <laughs> medium, but it was, it just was a little bit like, it, like she no. had to like overcompensate because she went too far in the first place. No, I totally get it. I thought uh, there were a couple of times where her face was traveling across the floor. But apart from that, I I am like floored by Marie Osmond. She is a gem. She is a flippin' gem. Yeah. She's a great contestant for this. She's having a blast. She is such a good contestant. Because she's like a contender too. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like they're really harping on her age and stuff, but it's like, she is a legitimate contender. Mm -hmm. Can I say something controversial yet brave? Um, I'll allow it. She is almost serving me younger and better George Hamilton, Jerry Springer vibes of how she is as a contestant. I don't know if I agree with that. Okay. But let that me, was controversially a brave of you to let say. Me, let me continue a little bit more then. It's almost John O'Hurley-esque without being well, a monster. That's a horrible thing to say because it's like, do you want me to like her? Without or? being a monster. Because like, like you said, she's a contender. She's good. But she's also embodying sort of the camp tone of this more than anybody else's. Because... As okay. we've gotten, this is season five now. We're kind of losing some of that camp, uh, like flair in the dances, and it's sort of becoming just a more legitimate yeah. thing. And Marie is still bringing that with her sort of goofy energy backstage with the dances that they're doing, like character work, and they're doing this like. And to me, that's what Jerry and George and John all did. Obviously, with different levels of how competent were they starting at as dancers. Yeah. This is the first time we're getting that with a female. And I think it's very interesting. Yeah. I'll have to marinate on it a little bit more. I don't know if I'm fully ready to agree with that. I do think it's hard because as soon as I say it, like, George Hamilton or Jerry Springer, that connotates very different contestants and skill levels yeah. than Marie. Yes, that's but, what's difficult. Yeah. And I don't know how campy she's really been. You don't think that tango was campy? The tango was, but like that's but like I, I think of it right but like we're talking about like good old mormon marie dancing like rita moreno and cheetah rivera from various west side stories i don't know i'm not ready to say that i agree with your statement okay sorry that <laughs> no, i blindly no, agree with everything fair. you say so i'm an individual who's allowed to have her own thoughts and feelings on contestants chris my bad no that's okay fair. that's fair I suppose part of it is because I also, oh no, I can't say that. 
I almost said a big ol' spoiler. And I want you to not know that. Okay. JK then. JK then. Oh, keep me, keep me pure, please. Oh, you're always pure to me. All right, finally. It's our farewell from week three. It is Mr. Vegas himself, Wayne Newton, and his partner, Cheryl Motherforkenberg. They are performing a quick step in week two. And it's about what you would expect from for Wayne. Mm-hmm. It's enough to land him in the bottom two, uh, that's for sure. Um, yep. I loved her look. I loved that white and blue dress with the fascinator. Um, yeah. It was very showgirl-esque. I mean, it was so good. Speaking of showgirl, Katie, have you seen the movie Showgirls? No. I watched that movie for the first time last week. It is everything I wanted. I should have brought that to our dance movies. <laughs> well, maybe next summer we'll have to watch it. I mean, just prepare yourself. It is rated NC-17. Oh, God. I don't think I've ever seen an NC-17 movie. This was not my first. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I mean, it will make sense because, like, you've seen Elizabeth Berkley on the show, so now you'll get her in Showgirls. Yeah. It is... Oh, this is not that is not the energy that Wayne's Vegas uh quick step is serving, thank goodness. Um they dance to Elvis's Viva Las Vegas. Yeah. And I mean, Cheryl was fun to watch, but the whole thing was just turgid. Well, they were you could tell that she had to choreograph a dance that fit his level of ability. Mm-hmm. And she gives him a lot of like upper body they kept motion. Doing that kiss, kiss, kiss. And it's fast. They it, they do that upper yeah. fast stuff. But down below, I mean, it's it's slow as molasses. Yeah. She literally at one point dances circles around yep. him, and that's not that's not an idiom. That is what. So happens. Cheryl did. Yep, Cheryl deserves tens. Wayne. That is genuinely gets, what happened. Wayne gets straight fives. Then finally, for his final dance, he dances a tango with a wig and a mustache. Katie, what do you have to say to our cowboy before he sails off into the sunset with this tango? It was probably his best dance. And probably the best routine they've ever done. But he's, I don't know that he did much in it. Mm-hmm. Cheryl sold it. Yeah, I thought the same thing. She did a lot for this dance. He did a lot of yes. walking. He was trying. He was trying to do what he had been given. It yes. was time for him to go. I give him credit for doing this thing that physically he clearly just can't do all of Mm -hmm. but he improved in certain ways he tried his best he lost 20 pounds and to that i say good for you mr newton yeah it was nice i think it was 
he went out at the right time. Should he have gone earlier? I don't, whatever. He went out on a good dance. It's what you want for contestants like that. Mm-hmm. He just, I, I was happy to see him go because he looked so defeated every time that they would get judges comments. And so it felt good that like he won't have to live through that anymore. Yep. No, that's, that's very right. Because I mean, the judges aren't trying to be mean. They're just like, clearly no. it's not there. No. And it's not like Cheryl was doing a bad job of teaching him or like this sort of thing. Cause clearly we've seen older contestants before who have succeeded in certain ways who can do more for Wayne. It just doesn't seem like that was really totally possible for him. Correct. I agree. But Hey, he got to show off his beautiful home. He got to show off his big old mm-hmm. ranch. Um, yep. Got to show us that he's still touring, still working, you know. Good for Wayne. He got to dance with Cheryl Burke. Okay, I'm pretty sure he's winning. He's definitely beaten me in life. Yeah, he's fine. So in the bottom two with him that week was Floyd Mayweather, which very interesting was fine with me (laughs) but that's i mean very interesting that's weeks two and three of dancing with the stars season five i am pumped to see what the rest of the season has in store for us because i am really enjoying quite a few of these contestants like this is such a good cast marie jane Mel, Sabrina, Helio. Like, it's a good group we've got going here. Mm-hmm. Like, the people at the top... I Marie Osmond. The people at the top are just, like, really good. And as opposed to last season, where we recognized yeah. that people were quality, we just didn't necessarily care, this one, like, the the contestants are not only good dancers, but we're enjoying watching them. Like something is just clicking and working. Yep. So stay tuned to see how that keeps going. If you want to keep listening, please make sure subscribe to us on Apple podcasts. Um, Leave us a rating on that app. Uh, We love seeing reviews. We'd love to see some new ones from peeps. Um, we can also be found on any podcatcher as you see fit. You can find us and interact with us on all social media platforms. Well, mm-hmm. I guess not all because mm-hmm. we don't have TikTok, but you can find us on Facebook at Just Meaningful Plastic. Mm-hmm. You we knew that. You can find us on Twitter at JMP Pod, or yep, you can huge. find us. On Instagram <gasps> at jmp.com. Whoa! I, I did it. I finally was bullied into making, I mean, I finally decided to make an Instagram. What is our first post going to be? I don't know. Maybe the first listener that shouts us out gets a shout out i don't know i mean (laughs) isn't it gonna be that sweet sweet carver content probably let's give the people what they want well katie i love you and i like you chris 
I hear you and I see you. And please stay tuned for The Bachelor with Brad Womack coming up next. Woo! Not Stephen. Stephen.